This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Welcome to the Fantasy Throwdown Podcast. Bringing you the latest updates from the world of sports, gambling, and pop culture. Because you can't have a show without hot takes or a Tiger King meme these days. Know what I'm saying? Now, with over 200 episodes and ready to get after it again, here's your host, Dwayne Callender. All right, welcome to the show, everyone. Got a bit to talk about today with the big uh, Monday Night Football matchup between the Chiefs and the Ravens. Going to do a little bit of lineup construction in terms of the showdown on DraftKings and FanDuel and just kind of give you a little bit of insight as to how I'm thinking about the game itself. Uh, Chiefs are coming in as the underdogs, which, again, if you listen to my picks, I like the Chiefs very much in this game. So uh, I'm going to kind of give you uh, my stance on where I think the game kind of dictates itself, but also uh, for the roster construction on both uh, sites uh, from a fantasy perspective, they vary very differently from a showdown uh, format. So on DraftKings, uh, you're going to have uh, the six positions you're filling out. Now uh, in the captain spot, you're going to have that one and a half uh, multiplier for the captain, but you know the flip side to that is you're also going to have that one and a half uh, multiplier uh, going against you from a salary perspective. So obviously, uh, playing someone like Lamar Jackson or Pat Mahomes is going to be the most expensive options in the game itself. Now, from my perspective, the way I would approach. Uh, uh, this uh, situation would be to kind of uh, g- uh, going at it from the standpoint of, all right, I feel uh, pretty good about the overall uh, sense from a Chiefs perspective. So from uh, that end, you know, how are the Chiefs going to win this game? Uh, you know, two ways. It's either going to be Clyde Edwards, Hilaire, the running back, uh, having a massive game rushing on the ground. Or it's going to be Pat Mahomes throwing through the air. I think it's going to be a combination of both. But, you know, when you kind of have uh, that mix of plays, the way Andy Reid can call an offense, you know, that kind of lends itself to uh, the standpoint of, okay, the Chiefs are going to mix up uh, this game script quite a bit. So you're going to have to uh, look at it from the, the standpoint of, all right, what can I do uh, to be a little bit different but also uh, get the exposure to the uh, players that I had in mind uh, overall? And from that standpoint, I, I think it, uh, you know, we kind of find ourselves in a position where you're going to play Pat Mahomes. You're going to get exposure to uh, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. You're going to play uh, Travis Kelsey, who's Mahomes' uh, 
you know, by and large, he's the security blanket on the Chiefs. So with Mahomes and the captain, uh, he's going to run you uh, 18000 of the uh, 50000 salary on DraftKings. So obviously going to be pretty penny uh, there. Uh, you know, Lamar Jackson would be nineteen five. So again, with that one and a half multiplier, you know, things add up because, you know, Mahomes was uh, 12,000 and, uh, you know, uh, Lamar was 13,000. So, yeah, the one and a half multiplier makes a, a big d- a dent in the salary uh, construction. But with that being said, you know, with Mahomes at it, the 18,000, you can still fit in Lamar at 13,000. But I want to get exposure to uh, some of the other playmakers on Kansas City. So I'm going to choose Clyde Edwards Hilaire to get uh, uh, some uh, gains on the ground. He also catches passes. So I I think that's valuable. And then from the standpoint of being the security blanket, I think Travis Kelsey gets a number of targets. Now, obviously, you can uh, disagree and say that it's going to be Sammy Watkins kind of night or Tyreek Hill kind of night. You know, Kelsey runs you ten grand, but if you're looking at uh, from a salary perspective, uh, some of these other players, uh, Watkins is at five k, Tyreek Hill is at ninety two hundred. So you can mix and match uh, different ways. Now, the popular name that keeps getting thrown out on the Baltimore side is Miles Boykin. And why is Miles Boykin getting talked up so much? Because he's priced at thirty four hundred and he has big playability down the field. Uh, so, you know, you can squeeze in uh, uh, Mahomes and Lamar Jackson, but Boykin has that touchdown equity that a lot of players don't have because of his speed. Now, it's also possible that Boykin only gets one or two catches and, you know, you're SOL. So, again, y- y- you talk about, from a variance perspective, uh, high-variance, uh, high-risk-reward player, but... I'm not going down that road. I'm looking more towards I'm going to play Lamar. I'm going to get uh, playmakers on the Kansas City side because I'm using Mahomes and the captain. If I was using Lamar and the captain, that's a difference. And maybe I I swap uh, Kelsey for um, a Mark Andrews or something uh, similar in that uh, vein. But uh, realistically, uh, I'm looking at uh, Kelsey, Clyde Edwards, Hilaire, and then, you know, that leaves us with $1,200 uh, because Kelsey's ten grand, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire is 7800 Obviously, you got Lamar at 13000 And, you know, leading off uh, at, with everyone is 18000 on Mahomes. So 1200 left. The options get pretty scarce. But two options I do like are Nick Boyle and Devin DeVorne. Now, Boyle is the second-string tight end. You know, they do like running some uh, short yardage plays for him, uh, catch passes. So, from the standpoint of uh, how you would analyze it, it, you know, it's a boom or bust play. So, I think with DeVorne and Nick Boyle, you're hoping for some touchdown equity that they get a random touchdown. And, obviously, they pay out uh, five or six times their multiple uh, uh, based off of where their salary position is. So, again, uh, how uh, you're going to approach uh, things makes a difference. I would be 
less uh, reticent, uh, more reticent, I should say, uh, if I were playing uh, cash lineups, and you know, because then I would have both QBs and then try to get the most uh, reliable, high price uh, free agents to uh, uh, make it through today. But you know, from uh, my oversight, you know, th- there's got to be something else in the works. Uh, uh, that uh, people might try. And, you know, one of the strategies that comes up often uh, and folks that have been subscribing to it is the 5-1 build where you take five guys from one, uh, one team, obviously, and just run it back with one guy on the other side and you call it a day. Uh, and by one guy on the other side, I don't mean Lamar. I mean punting with uh, Nick Boyle or DeVornay because... The whole approach uh, to this thought process would be, you know, getting uh, as many explosive playmakers on one side and you just hope for a blowout type of situation and you go from there. So a 5-1 strategy, I don't necessarily see paying out uh, just from the standpoint of uh, the uh, layout is far more advantageous uh, on the other side, where you have a little bit more of a balance build than assuming that uh, KC or Baltimore is going to have a blowout. I just don't see a 5-1 build uh, working uh, in this uh, uh, context. But uh, maybe uh, as uh, you, know, you see uh, different lineups come out and confirmations, maybe the sentiment t- changes, but... I, I think this game is pretty much on its own individual island, if you will. So that does it for DraftKings. So on FanDuel, you don't have the one and a half multiplier affecting salary. So you got you have a one and a half point system between uh, MVP, All Star, and Star. Uh, you know, but it doesn't have the deep, deep uh, mental games where you know you're looking for. A, ment- a visual lock of uh, who to play, and it's either going to be Mahomes or it's going to be uh, L- Lamar Jackson. There is no in between. I-, I think you have to try to hit every big play uh, maker uh, because instead of six slots you're picking for, you only have five on Fanduel, so you can get hamstrung by those limitations. So you just got to be mindful of okay. Uh, I'm pricing uh, this QB, but I need to pair him with someone he's regularly going to feed the ball to. And that's where I think uh, some of the footage is coming at uh, the worst time for Arsenal, uh, where you got a young squad out there and you can't lead. uh, You can't lead uh, uh, much in the way of... uh, you know, strategy. If you're not playing one of the QBs tonight, there's just I just don't see a pathway to success not playing a QB on Fanduel. Uh, they're too talented. Ceiling is high, uh, but the floor is extremely high than in compared to years past. So someone else will get the benefit from the fruits of my hard labor, uh, amongst others. But uh, you know, it is what it is. Uh, but uh, you know, just kind of keep everyone uh, honest about the approach uh, for DFS because 
you know, so many times there are roster constructions that don't make sense that are dead in the water as soon as the contest starts. Just dead in the water. Because why would you play a QB uh, necessarily without the intention of playing anyone else tied to that QB? You know, it just makes it very hard. Unless they're a scrambling QB, uh, that's the only exception. But realistically, in a showdown slate, you should be having at least a, uh, a wide receiver or tight end with your QB selection. And I consider the same thing to be the case on FanDuel. Uh, just the data for uh, uh, matches one and shorter rallies, uh, you know, just favors, uh, you know, applying a different metric in in terms of it, how you're preparing it, you know. Just like a, a sports DFS, same way. So you gotta try to approach a, a different tournaments and slates a, in in somewhat different fashion. So uh, that's where I'm gonna leave things off. Uh, you know, in terms of the DraftKings build, I would look at a Nick Boyle or Devornay, Fanduel. You don't necessarily have to go to those guys, but they certainly do help from a salary perspective. So. I would say keep your an open mind for it, uh, but you know just try to get uh, as much uh, streamlining as possible done. Uh, so that's where you know again I'll leave things off, but uh, you know bear in mind we can always do uh, further uh, review on showdown slates uh, just so you kind of get my point as to some of the concepts uh, I uh, had already mentioned. So. Uh, that will do it for the show, but uh, uh, stay tuned, obviously, and enjoy the game tonight. And I'm sure I will have more to talk about uh, tomorrow. Uh, but uh, uh, take it easy for now uh, because we got baseball on the horizon, and we'll also see if the Stanley Cup is going to end tonight or continue on for a game seven. So. Uh, very exciting times uh, because of the amount of sports going on. But, uh, uh, yeah, take it easy, folks, and uh, have a good one. Thanks for listening to the Fantasy Throwdown Podcast. Be sure to like and subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and all other major outlets.